Magandang buhay sa iyo lahat. You're tuned into Pinoy Australiano. Guys, happy Chinese New Year. It is the year of the dog. The first time since uh, 1958 to bring all the different elements of Chinese astrology together to celebrate the actual year of the Earth dog. <laughs> it's an earth dog. It's not a metal dog. It's not a whatever kind of dogs there are in Chinese astrology. But the love was in the air last night, straight after Ash Wednesday, straight after、uh, Valentine's Day, which I didn't celebrate with anybody but myself. <laughs> Stay tuned as we talk about that. Straight into the chill vibes, guys. You usually hear the sound of the baka moo or the friggin' kambing when you know Lopez Luang is coming. But you know, that we get straight into the chill vibes because, well,、um, things just continue to look like they go on the up. And I don't want to jinx myself. Knock on wood. Looking at this wonderful jade tree in my backyard as the sun shines with the cool breeze, this lovely morning of the 16th of February, Chinese New Year, Year of the Lucky Dog, guys, the Earth Dog. I guess let's backtrack、um, from what just happened prior to this podcast, guys. Last night. I was feeling really overwhelmed with a task that I'd just done. Been a while since I'd done something like that, you know. And with the heavy year that was 2017, and even just how how hectic but good the past three months has been for me, I was like, you know what? A friend of mine told me that、um, there's fireworks at the、uh, Buddhist temple in Braybrook. And I believe this、uh, temple is、um, is a, a Vietnamese-based one, you know. So this this festival last night was was a Vietnamese one. It wasn't as you know massive as the ones I've heard in Footscray and whatnot.、Um, and I was I was told by the by the woman、um, who、uh, who to- who invited me out last night.、Um, shout out to Yang Yang, you know who is.、Um, yeah, like.、Uh, The the Footscray fireworks was phenomenal, you know, and I wouldn't say I wouldn't use say that the the ones last night were bad, you know, they just I guess was weren't as、uh, glamorous as as the, as the Footscray one, but all goods. Fuck Footscray right now. Nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Footscray's great, but it's 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 changing rapidly, and and I feel like we have to go further out to get away from the sort of mainstream society that can sort of engulf a sensitive artist, Filipino, Australian artist, Apino Estradiano, like myself. And guys, yeah, you know, like so that was at the end of the night where there was.、Um, These crazy fireworks and and all the Vietnamese people around. We were probably up the, the the handful of non-Vietnamese people. They were filming the we were filming the fireworks and everybody else was filming with their phones. And kind of when that finished, everyone just scattered and went home. <laughs> 
but you know as I'm telling this story in reverse it's crazy because we entered from um, the Burke Street and I believe it's called the Burke Street and uh, from Duke Street and it was full of cars you know all the houses in that area um, a lot of them were Vietnamese so there's a lot of people celebrating with the garage doors open you could see as we were walking and driving past uh, that, that street, Duke Street, you know, the houses that were open and they had their, their, um, you know, uh, what do you call their shrines lit up with all the incense and then you'd walk past the industrial park and uh, the mechanics there are Vietnamese and they had their own sort of uh, little parties going on in there, long table with the plastic seats and everyone drinking up with Vietnamese music and karaoke lights, you know. So I really felt like for me and Kifa, you should check him out on our other podcast, Kanda, K-A-N-D-A, Kanda, you know, for, you know, speaking candidly and uh, honestly. Um, we both felt like we were transported like our own our own home was, was was transformed into a place from another country and it was great you know and as we walked inside the temple there's all the youth sitting out the front at security scanning people's uh clothes whoever they thought was suspicious i had a massive pink jacket so i thought i was suspicious so i put my arms up and he's like no no you're okay and he let me through there was a couple like an older couple singing like really traditional vietnamese songs so we naturally went in that direction and right next to the temple there were like people with massive joysticks and 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 uh and uh, um, incense and they were offering their prayers to the god statues there you know and, and it was just there was just love in the air that evening so happy happy new year to you all so guys i was um when i was in osaka we had many a long chat with our one of my favorite collaborators um hui lee you know, Happy New Year, Hui Lee, if you're listening. Uh, miss ya, bro. <laughs> no homo. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, about how amazing local life is in Osaka, Japan. And it's funny how there's a lack of appreciation we, we, we kind of discovered between us, a lack of appreciation for our own local communities and local scene because, you know, it's not how we're raised here in Australia, um, but I guess if you're from another country where there's a high density of people and interacting, you know, it's like they probably don't appreciate it just as much, but there's just so much going on that it's, it's, almost, it's almost a culture shock um, to an Australian because you're just dealing with a lot more energy. And that's how, how Kiefer and I felt when we were in um, um, the Chinese New Year, sorry, the, the, the Vietnamese Chinese New Year, yeah, the New Year celebrations at the temple in Braybrook, because it was just packed, just full of people, full of life, you know. In any other era, like, if that was the 90s, there was no way you'd catch me there, you know. Like, I would have still been a kid, but the stigma attached to, you know, sort of Vietnamese... Um, groups with the gangsters, you know, the gangsters and the, you know, the triads, so to speak, and, and you know, like, you know, there was a bad stigma attached to to certain Vietnamese communities. You know? I wouldn't say that about Vietnamese. 
Vietnamese people in general. But yeah, you know, it was rough. You were worried about getting fucking stabbed in the back. <laughs> Not to be rude, but yeah. You know, there were a few rough looking characters, you know. And no diss to this is not discriminatory at all, but you know, we embrace this term as brown people. I'm not sure about uh, other people of other color, but you know, there were a few fobs around, fresh off the boat looking characters. You know, they look pretty hard, man. You know, if you were to judge a book by its cover, but no, there was no trouble at all. And, and it's crazy, there's a moment there where I'm walking through, you know, be like, fuck. What if my ex was here? <laughs> what would I do? And I thought to myself, you know what? Despite the grief I put myself through, um, and uh, uh, the, the, the grief I put myself through because of unrequited or unrequited love, <laughs> I was like, I'll just give her a massive hug. I won't say anything and I'll just fuck off. Like, peace! <laughs> but instead, you know, there was the other girl there. Uh, Ying Ying, who's, uh, I guess you could say, you know, kind of like an, an ex-lover. Um, we never had a long relationship together in terms of officially being together. But, you know, whether this is too personal for, for uh, us or not, it's like you guys are all strangers anyway. None of you guys send me a phone call, so I don't even know who's listening. And if you are listening, well, bring it up. <laughs> but, yeah, um... I'm glad that I can have a, pl a platonic relationship with with an ex-lover and, and we're all cool and we're kind of like boys and she even um, gave me a book about how the creative mind works and and we catch up from here and there. She talks to me about her journeys in buto dance and, and all sorts of things and it's just great to have like, you know, someone that doesn't have a dick that I can kick it with. Linte <laughs> cagago. But yeah, so there was mad love and I gave her a massive hug and she always cheek butts, you know, like as in she smashes her cheek into your face when she gives you a kiss on the cheek. She's fucking hectic like that. But yeah, mad love, mad love on Chinese New Year, guys. Vietnamese New Year, the new lunar year, you know, the according to the lunar calendar. So today there's a new moon, so you won't see the moon. It's a black moon, yeah, you know. And so if you believe in those cycles and the gravity pulling of the of the of the moon, you know, it's at its weakest now, but it's like a new fresh energy during a new moon cycle, which is what you call a uh, a waxing moon on the way to the full moon. Is as a time when you should be creating new plans, new ideas. You know, going with that vibe of inspiration, love and whatnot. And then once the full moon hits, it's time for you, while it wanes, back to a new moon to get these things completed or underway. Happy New Year, guys. So anyway, guys, prior to um, the New Year festives, I'd spent... How many hours have I spent there? Maybe ten, maybe eight. I spent a full, let's just say I spent a full working day on set for an upcoming uh, Easter promotions. Uh, if upcoming Easter promotions for Coles. Um, so usually when you work in the commercial realm, in my experience, um, especially commercial corporate, if, if, if I guess it's almost the same thing, 
Um, you'll get an email about, you know, what the shooting tales, um, who cast and crew are. Um, you'll get you'll get storyboards. Um, you'll get invoice and contact details. Any particular requirements, all the logistics of where you should park, your call time. So the call time was 8.30, ready for a 9.30 shoot. And yeah, we didn't end till 6.30 p.m. And at the top of the document there, you know, you'd get a, a, a massive sort of um, obvious heading that says highly confidential. So obviously things there I'm not really supposed to um, share. But, you know, this isn't, I'm not disclosing anything crazy, but, um, yeah, be on the lookout for, um, some very interesting Easter promotions. Um, if anyone here is listening in from Australia and remembers this breakdancing chicken for a, a chicken promotional, uh, YouTube ad, uh, for you know chicken for four dollars or something like that five dollars yeah that's your boy llama rock anthony luang yeah and um fortunately for me um my cousin who works for uh for uh flinders lane red spot as a director of photography he uh on last minute and possibly because i made an appearance at um our nephew's um that sounds pretentious. I made an appearance. Yeah, you know, well, I, I, I went to my, my nephew's um, birthday party and I really want to go because it had been a while since I've been to a Filipino house party and I wanted to see how the next generation did it and you know, see all the, the, the uncles and aunties. And just a good homely Filipino vibe, you know. This is one thing that keeps us Filipinos, these house parties and the loving... Um, a loving environment that that I'm fortunate we are fortunate to enjoy here in 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 Melbourne. Yeah, we had we got talking about you know he had his drone. We were talking about projects, whatnot, and yeah, he gave me a call and we do this gig. And guys, I tell you, spending the majority of your day in a hot suit, you know. Listening to your director doing some crazy moves, you know, they weren't really pushing it too far. Luckily for me, like, I'm used to like pushing it. it was for the for the first time, for the first time ever. Call me a seller. I don't give a fuck. I've done my, I paid my dues. I've got my props. I can do windmills in a rabbit suit if I like. <laughs> Man, I am so sore today. I wasn't sure what to do, so I thought I'd just relax. I got paid. I got paid two weeks, a two week, two weeks wage for for one day. You know that's 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 the dream that this work is, but it's hard, hard and taxing on the body. But at least I felt like I really worked my body out. You know the exhaustion is a good exhaustion, and I feel useful. Why I don't feel like that about doing things on my own? I don't know. Maybe it's a loyalty thing. Maybe it's a you know like what the cause is for and it should be that i should be feeling that way with other things around me but i don't know i guess maybe the motivation too was getting paid and working with with my cousin which is probably the most important thing and and it's about angat angat is is to 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 rise up to lift to be uplifted you know and there's angat 
there's Ang up there between me and my cousin because he's two Luangs on a roster, two Lawangs on a roster working and doing good work. I just want to thank my cousin Abi Luang. Arbi Lawang, Marami Salamat, thank you. Recorded the, uh, recorded an intro um, that ended up getting cut off halfway after the low bat sign come up. Or maybe because my hand swiped the, f- the, the, the selfie camera and the superstitious me, if you'd like to call it that. Belief with a grain of salt. Man, um, what can I say? I feel like what I was about to say uh, should be reworded um, because of intervention from the unknown. (laughs) If you know anything about this household, guys, there's always some kind of dodgy shit going on with our internet connection and our electronics. Not that this house is haunted, but there's this interesting vibe that, you know, some of the most simplest things that should be that we should be able to do with technology here in this house is 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 greatly greatly affected by some kind of unknown force. Malas? I don't know. Is it bad luck? I have no idea. But whatever it is, let's say I'll take it as some kind of divine intervention. But yeah, um, all I was going to say in this sort of... Anything I had premeditated to say in this particular segment is that I think Lamarock is back. We'll see what happens, you know. I'm not really planning anything, but hey, like... To, to work as 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 a as a costume operator, to work as a costume operator, and have to like exert 1.5 to two times to more than that, the effort required to do dancing maneuvers, b-boying, break dancing, breaking maneuvers in a rabbit suit. Dang, son. It's um, it's another kind of workout. And it's also like being in the sauna. As soon as I got home, I declare my little sister, she goes, Koya, you look slim. Well, that's because I reckon like, I sweated about <laughs> two litres or more of sweat. And my breathing was affected because these suits were the, the body heat was making it real steamy in the costume and I was having to take longer deep breaths and grasps of air gasps of air sorry whilst trying to exert that explosive energy required to do my given art form and physical exercise a chair I forget how good that feels guys I forget how good that feels it's like there's so much energy there's so much negative chi so to speak this aggressive energy you can channel through these movements because it's almost like how skaters feel when they want to land a trick or when people are playing a certain video game or trying to do a certain task and they start to crack the shits when they can't do it because you really given it that 
energy and intense focus almost extreme going to extremities to to committing to these extremities to get these things done it's just it's another reason why i made this um video called balil and actually i've just had a, a quick quick flash inspiration there to create a balil 2 video balil part 2 first one i did at the big coach studios on a whim back in january of 2015 and um yeah it's it would be a good insight into a into a person's mind um into a dancer's mind or a b-boy's mind or my mind yeah let's talk about getting into my mind about some of the weird impulsive things that i think about or some of them, some of the impulsive things i do when i'm in a particular state of mind you know something i learned as a little kid i had a lot of older family friends and cousins and sort of like when they're there as a little kid you just want you want to get their attention so you kind of do something extreme and yeah that's why i'm a b-boy b-boy lamarock is back so guys last night we were watching um sunny daza Sunny Daza's Food Trip, which is a show on the Lifestyle Network in um, the Filipino channel. So we've got we've got streaming of that here at the home. We've got a little set-top box. And I was watching that after Kiefer had gone home after the, the New Year's celebrations. And uh, it's funny, my, my dad was like, I got, they, they were watching some drama. I think it was called The Bad Son or The Good Son, whatever it is, you know. Mel super mel a super dramatic soap opera um, kind of shows it's very addictive stuff but um, I'm like ma are you finished watching it's like yeah 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 you're gonna watch provinciano it's like why it's like um, because I just wanna um, watch Sunny Daza and then he started going off my dad's funny he goes off on certain things like he goes, ah, bloody this sunny daza, American, Filipino guy, just trying to, doing this stupid thing, you know, like, just, just, just having a go, having a go at cunts, you know, and, um, but it's funny, because then, as soon as I put the episode on, the episode was about Isabella, which is, um, a, 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 a province, area I don't really know my geography well but it was a place um, with like fresh water rivers um, where they farm tilapia and some really expensive fish of the Philippines and they have um, good rice up there and yeah what's great about this Sunny Daza show is rather than me watching a show about the food in Japan I lived in Japan and I traveled extensively in Japan in three years. So I think uh, I'd like to I'd like to say that uh, I think I know a little bit more about you, your your, your happy TV show about Japanese food. <laughs> that that actually watching Sunny Daza is great because it, it's it's underground as fuck. You know I get to find out about um, this uh, certain delicacies and and dishes and, and the variations just like the Japanese you know each each prefecture you go if the if that prefecture has a specialty in food it'll be a different kind of udon noodle and 
different kind of soba or different kind of okonomiyaki, you know, like Hiroshima style or Osaka style and things like that. And it's great to see that in a Filipino perspective. And, and it was just awesome, like, to, to be watching that with my mother and father. And they're, they're going, when, as soon as this, like, dessert will come out, they'll say what they'll say and then they'll claim it like, oh, yeah, I know that, you know, we used to eat that as kids. And then to find out there's also regional um, differences and, and name differences, it was interesting. It was just like I could see that now my mother and father were enjoying um, this episode of uh, Food Prints. Food Prints, sorry, that's what it's called, Food Prints, um, as opposed to watching... FK, uh, yeah, FPJ's Robinsiano, which which is which is a show I, I highly enjoy because of all the um, dramatic zoom-ins after a dramatic um, piece of dialogue. It's like it's like what you're recording on anchor, and then it'd be like doom, 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 and then every doom, there's a friggin' super ultra fast zoom in on the uh, characters heads and it'll just go back and forth like getting closer and closer to their heads as they're looking around in distraught you know about what they're going to do next and yeah guys like uh man there's just some just some good vibes in the air guys i don't know what it is man just really good vibes in the air i've been sort of slipping in and out of Meditative, meditative states before going to bed or when I wake up, I've been able to sort of, I wouldn't say activate the Merkaba, but like I'm able to vision that now that I use that as a sort of releasing method um, of breathing, you know, with this interesting sort of eye technique, you look left, or you look cross-eyed, you look up, you look down, left, right, you do this twice. <clears throat> and some other crazy dreams which we'll talk about next in the next segment but man guys um yeah been Australiano So guys for me there's a there's a fascination um there's just a fascination with with uh going off grid somehow even if only partially there's a fascination with returning to nature. I guess at 34, divorced, you know, sort of to make it as dramatic as possible, to make it sound as dramatic as possible, you know, melodramatic as possible, you know, like a failed artist, you know, or a struggling artist, you know returning from another country of not being able to make it happen failed relationship failed marriage you know uh, a loss of passion from for what i used to love so much and was completely a bit obsessed about just you know wanting to get away um and be with nature as i sit here in our sunroom with you know, just decked out with wood and, and rattan furniture, real, real old school 80s Filipino styles. And I'm looking up at this giant jade jade pot plant, pot plant with these really skinny palms sticking out, palm leaves sticking out the side of it. It's a double plant here. This episode of 
Sunny Daza's food prints and just showing the, the beautiful landscape of Isabella in the north part, northern part of the Philippines. It's like, how simple can life get? Even if there's some backbreaking work tending to rice fields or fishing, like I could go, I could go with that right now. I could fuck with that because in the sort of commercial realm, almost Americanized. No, just to to any American listeners, but you know, like the United Corporates of America. <laughs> The United States of um, America has a very strong influence on the rest of the world and, and it's funny that this Dutch um, backpacker that I met through my um, South Australian mate who's moved here, moved here, he's probably one of the, the most true blue Aussie blokes I've ever become friends with, you know, like, it's interesting that this Dutch fellow was saying that he felt like he couldn't he hasn't yet seen the real Melbourne and I think the real Melbourne is kind of gone underground and it's kind of disappeared it's been pushed further out of the city and out of the inner suburbs like Fitzroy and Brunswick and, and, and uh, even South Yarra Piranha died out in those in those parts ages ago it's just how things evolve as things get more dense heavily populated and um underground i mean mainstream sorry you know the the the, the, the underground receipts that's why it's underground it's, it's hard to access and certain people are only privy to to those because it's a tiny community and and there's there's a lot of things to protect and i guess in in a sense for the the, the uninitiated the uninitiated things like certain art forms certain martial arts certain groups, certain circles, certain um, modes of thinking, religion, spiritual practices, being out in nature and things like that. It's really, really something that's sort of just, it's quite natural because there is a very, very dominant and somewhat negative I wouldn't necessarily say evil like a negative sort of habit that the modern man and woman have it's just really self-centered and just consuming it lacks harmony it's just really about devouring and destroying everything in its path and 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 in and it perhaps makes um, perhaps it makes it makes makes people do bad things, I guess, unintentionally. And some people don't think it's such a bad thing, but for me, that's how I feel. And yeah. So, guys, to um to wrap it up in a short and sweet five minute podcast segment <laughs> I'm gonna get a little sort of left field and new agey and philosophical and spiritual with you guys but after coming out of like some pretty heavy depression yeah depression being depressed 
take off the ED, this sort of deep resting, reassessing everything around you and what you're doing, getting your bearings right again, orienteering yourself through the fog of your negative mind. So to get yourself looking in the right direction and then you set off on your your path. You know, and in my case, I was really not sure what to expect from this year. I had no real plans and just sort of going with the flow. Luckily this autumn leaf fall off the tree. Rather than getting trapped in this sort of part where these dead leaves would just rot in the water. I got brought downstream. Here we are on the flow towards the sea, <laughs> so to speak. And, you know, when you, I think there's this thing about people who, you know, when, when they get themselves into a, um, a depressive state, they like to stay there for quite some time, and I think that's a that's a that's a that's a it's a common thing. But perhaps it's the positives of that. You know, there's always sort of like videos and people talking about how to get yourself out of depression, like how to have, keep a positive mind. I think I think there's something quite is the right word endearing to a person who sits through. A dark episode of their, their their life like that, you know, like the strength and courage, the patience to just sit through feeling like shit. It's a it's a whole nother level. And there's these sort of meditative techniques, exercising techniques, these thought process techniques. Just the different things I've learned to, to, to go from to go from being this Pino Estraliano that's bringing up his past to then you know in the past of our the history of our people and our culture to now being this this guy who just sort of nonchalantly speaks about all of these things and you know in the back of my mind I'm thinking this is all what a Filipino Australia Filipino Australian might be thinking and going through I'm just one of the degrees in a spectrum of Pino Estralianos, you know like and people in the world that I'm just sharing my thoughts and opinions with my listeners if you're out there you know um, in case one day you might actually go through something similar or you weren't aware and just making you aware of these things that help motivate this particular artist you're speaking to <laughs> and yeah you know I want to set it out set, set it out there in this last minute you know like you really truly can manifest what you want it's being talked about it's just a matter of like how you get to that level and I'm only at the tip of the iceberg with it but it's starting to it's starting to happen guys and it's not as simple as, I guess, just imagining something and then it'll happen. Well, actually, it isn't that simple, but it's just the intensity and the, and the intention and 
sort of the mind state you have to be in for you to actually believe that you can do it. It's funny. It's just funny how the universe conspires to make things happen. It's just like here I was being a sad guy on my couch once upon a time and now here I am like doing some crazy stuff. Fun stuff. Filipino-Australian stuff. <laughs> Guys, peace out. Thank you for tuning in. Ano? Tapos na? Lintik ka. Butang na mo. Di, paano tong librong binabasa ko sa mga listeners? Ano? Wala akong segment ngayon. Damot mo kasi eh. Kwento ka na kwento. Wala ka namang, wala ka namang sinasabi Guys, this is Lopez Lawang. Unfortunately, uh, Anthony Lawang, aka Lamarok, said this the end of the the end of the show. So I uh, just thank everybody for listening to the show. Um, next 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 episode, okay? I'll read the next expert excerpt from this old book, okay? Happy New Year to you guys and um, enjoy your weekend. Salamat.